All right, and welcome back. I am absolutely so excited for this episode of Metaphysical AF. It is 1212, and I hope that you all are having just really good into the year. Now, I know this year has been really hard for a lot of us and that the year has been really good for some of us too. So whether it's been good or bad for you, let's just take a minute to realize that 2023 is almost over and there is still time for you to do or achieve that thing that you wanted to do. Don't give up on yourself and just keep the faith. One of the things that has helped me a lot in the past four weeks was when I got the Intelligent Change Productivity Planner cards, and I learned about this thing called the Focus Time Technique. Now, the Focus Time Technique is one of the simplest time management methods that can change your life completely. It allows you to work uninterruptedly on a task in 30-minute increments and then have a mindful five-minute break. They created the focus time technique to give you more flexibility to pause the timer when those unavoidable distractions occur, deal with the issue, then restart the timer and refocus on your chosen task. The side of the card that comes with The lines is the side of the card that you use to write note updates, tasks, or reminders that arise during a focus time session. Now, these productivity cards all come with a great saying, and today's saying is the key to growth is to learn to make promises and to keep them. So let's make some promises to ourselves and keep them. We're not talking about New Year's resolutions, y'all. We're talking about real life resolutions, like real goals. If someone asked you what your dream was, would you be able to tell them? And if you can't, you need to write it down and you need to get clear. Because if you're not clear on what your dream is, how in the world is the universe supposed to bring it to you or help in that matter? Now, if you're new here welcome back. Or if you're new here, welcome. And if you're not new here, welcome back. In this episode, we're going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to talk about a few things. I'm going to draw a card first of, first of all, to just get us to get us going. Uh, And the card that I'm going to draw is from the Beloved Dead Tarot deck. I got this deck a few months ago back from Wiser Books. And I'm just so grateful to have a relationship with them and for their team to reach out to me and ask me to have their authors on my podcast and vice versa. I really love this tarot deck and it has been one of the ones that I've worked with the most recently um, besides my tarot deck, which is, of course, still available and just surpassed 800 five-star reviews, 820 I think, five-star reviews now. And I really love the Beloved Tarot because it is just so real and it's so poignant. So I hope that this message today is going to be spot on for you. And let's just get into it. 
Now, I get a lot of questions whenever people talk about the tarot or start to talk about oracle cards. And a lot of the questions that I get personally are, well, I've never done a reading. How do I do it? And my favorite thing to tell you is to just ask for what it is that you're missing. So are there any messages that I've been missing? And that's the question we're going to ask these cards today. Are there any messages that the collective, that whoever's listening to this has been missing? So when I do this, I'm not just saying this. I'm sitting in my studio with my candles lit, my crystals around me, a special type of bovida here in my studio that I use to speak to my ancestors. So when I do readings in this room, it is very, very powerful. And it really comes through. And every single time I've done readings or work in this room, the people who have been of benefit to that have literally had their lives changed for the better. And I can attest to that. One of the people, one of the last people that I had in my studio years ago was a woman who now is a huge figurehead in a very big operation. And she wouldn't be where she really is today if we wouldn't have been able to clear out some of the things that she cleared in this space. So with all that, what is the message that we're missing? And the card that comes out is the compass card. Now, if you're following us on social media, go ahead and jump over to the Instagram and you can see this card. There's probably going to be a couple cards now that I think of it. Uh, I'm getting three. I'm hearing the number three to say to to, for there to be three cards. So we're going to take the first card as the compass card and we're going to read that and then we're going to pick the other two cards. So if you're sitting here and you're listening to this, just say you're ready to receive to yourself. And if you're not ready re to receive, say, I only want to receive what I can handle right now. And you're never given more than you can handle, even though sometimes it feels like there's a lot on your shoulders you have guides, you have ancestors, they're all supporting you, you're never given more than you can handle. So what does the compass, beloved dead oracle, have to say to us? Let's read from the book. Now, if you're familiar with this deck in this book, because you've listened to the episode where I have Teresa... Uh, I'm sorry, where I have Tina on, we talk about this deck and all of the things that happen and a lot of really fun tidbits about this deck. One of them, one of my most favorite tidbits about this deck is that these are, these Oracle cards are actually photographic portraits of people that have been turned into Oracle cards. So all of the people in this deck are real. How cool is that? So the compass card is a card of spiritual orientation and alignment your inner GPS. Compass will always lead you to your true north, a fixed point around which all of your sentient experience spins. It's the state of grace. Oh, heck, we got a Taylor Swift reference from this card. <laughs> Sorry. When you know the Swifty lyrics, they can't get away from them. So I'm sorry if, if you don't like Taylor Swift and you're listening to this podcast, that's okay too. But it's much better if you do. Just kidding. No. <laughs> Ooh, just kidding. As I said that, all the cards just fell down. So we'll keep that. <laughs> oh, God, we'll keep that 
Um, oh my God, so much just happened. That's hilarious. Okay. Anyway, this is where your heart and soul want to be, where you feel fully alive, aware, and in harmony with your authentic nature and potential. Welcome home. If you're encountering the frustration of resistance energy in any area of your life, there's a chance you could be out of alignment with your purpose and personal evolution. When strong winds sweep across your plans and slow you to a standstill or throw you for a loop, you feel lost and temporarily out of control. In this instance, Compass is alerting you to unfavorable conditions that are undermining your foundations and sense of direction. What aren't you seeing? Trust that the universe is keeping you on course, and there's a good reason for the resistance, even though it might not reveal itself until much later. Use this timeout to rest, reattune, revise, and restyle your intentions. Now that's great. That's very, very good for today. Considering today is 12-12. Now you're probably already seeing all of these astrology people and, and posts about how it's the new moon. It's a Sagittarius new moon and Jupiter's in retrograde and all this and yada, 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 yada. Let's come back down to earth. Let's just bring it back down to this physical reality and what you are doing, how you are living. Compass advises that your true north is always a destination location. And sometimes you need time to access and process your current bearings before you can move on. When you can act and make choices from a sacred space of alignment, pathways open. Finally, there's wind in your sails. Oof. Okay. So now what I always like to do is after we draw one card, it's just beneficial to say like, hey, can I get some clarity? Is there anything else that I'm missing? Is there anything else that you want me to know? Now that I know that intuition and my compass is never going to steer me wrong, even though I knew that before, I just kind of had to be reminded. Is there anything else that I need to know from the cards? And this is where we're going to pull the two cards out. So make sure you go over to the Instagram so you get to see the actual visual image of these cards. The next cards that are coming out are Backstory, which is a woman sitting at a typewriter, and Act of Love here and now. And this is a black man with wings. They all have wings. Uh, this is a white woman sitting at a typewriter and then a black man standing with a top hat they are both facing to the left which I think is of some significance the compass card was actually facing towards the front and that was also a woman backstory now let's talk about backstory the backstory beloved dead article um oracle wants you to know that you're a mythic character cast into an epic story fraught with plot twists and turns, surprise beginnings and endings. As the protagonist of your own narrative, at times comedy, at times tragedy, your mission, should you choose it, is informed by key themes, by key life themes like love, power, family, good versus evil, justice, duty, death, and dying. 
free will versus fate, and survival. These are just a few that top the bestseller list. It's said that you'll experience these themes like Groundhog Day, events that keep repeating and patterns determined to play out until you learn something that's central to this overarching subject, self-actualization. This is the realization, development, and acceptance of your soul potential and abilities. It's the happily ever after. This oracle in particular is familiar with your own story and the presence of narrative that was passed down from one generation to the next. So, giggle the ancestors. Some of our storylines were just too unbelievable, swashbuckling, or ironic to edit. So we just bequeath them to you. Whoops. Now they belong to your own personal character arc, and you'll find yourself reacting, projecting, and enacting them. And like any tale worth telling, your story wouldn't be a page turner without conflict and undercurrents of tension that propel you and your ancestors' narratives and themes forwards. It's human to have deeply bothersome urges, feelings, thoughts, memories, and experiences. And since we're built for survival, it's self-protective to hide them away, not only from others, but also from your conscious self. So they're packed away in the Pandora's box called the unconscious, fussing and kicking the sides. Good riddance, right? Out of sight, out of mind, right? Wrong. If they're left in the shadows, unhealed, they molder and ferment, bubble, bubble. Then a big bad stimulus comes along and triggers toil and trouble, leading to impulsive choices, behavior, and endless self-questioning and regrets. Why do I keep doing what I'm doing? I know this isn't good for me, right? Carl Jung said, Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life, and you will call it fate. The beloved debt of backstory is helping you rewrite inherited scripts. Red pencil out any stale and limiting storylines so that you can make better free will choices. This card acknowledges that you're on a journey of self-discovery, healing, and happiness. You're resolving inner conflict and embracing the theme of who you are versus who others think you are. Ooh, I hope that you needed to hear that because I needed to hear that. I hope you needed to hear that. That is confirmation right there. Confirmation. Now we're going to, now the last card is the act of love card. Now these act of love cards are just incredible. These are a little bit different than the other beloved dead cards. So the act of love cards are going to each have a specific quote or a specific type of theme with them. So the here and now act of love card is, uh, comes with a quote. Awareness requires living in the here and now and not in the elsewhere, the past or the future. This act of love stares into the ether, a space devoid of form or context. Hat in hand, he's waiting patiently and respectfully for you to return from the great disconnect. 
the nether regions of your restless, agitated, or mindfully numbed-out mind. He invites you to sit and become aware of your surroundings, to be here and now. Come rest, be my honored guest. I will quiet your restless spirit. Unload your anticipation, expectations, worry, or doubt. Be here now. If you've received this card, you're being called home and directed back to yourself, your path, and the precious gift of every second on this side of the veil. Every intake and exhale of breath, every heartbeat, every drop of rain that falls before evaporating on a hot pavement. You're being asked to be present, conscious of not taking your moments for granted. Has it all been moving too fleetingly fast? What are you missing while you're being so responsive, reactive, or hyper-efficient? Maybe once, long ago, someone gave you a script as to how to be the most useful. Hurry up. Don't waste time. Don't take too long or overthink it. Don't relax. This act of love bids you to sit comfortably in the present because the past was, the future still isn't, and you're being given the most expansive view of your potential from this vantage point in the here and now. How did all three of those cards have the same message about you following your path, you listening to your inner compass, you being yourself and not what others think you should be? This is good. This is going to be fantastic. This is already a fantastic episode, and I am so happy that you're listening to this. So now we're going to talk about something really exciting. How many of you have had some type of paranormal experience? Now, let me tell you, I am not one who is unaware of the paranormal. I have spoken a lot about this. I even have another podcast that I started called Let's Talk About Death, where I go to different places and I pick up what mediumship is being put down and then try to decipher what happened before I do some of the research. It's been very interesting. Pop over to the first episode and listen to Crossroads of the World and how incredible that story is. But something happened the other night, literally the night before my birthday. And this was so strange. Now, in my house, there's not a lot of activity. And if there is, it's kind of just like, oh, okay, well, I wonder what that is and wonder who that is. You know, there's really not a lot of activity in my house at all. Not to say that I haven't lived in houses that have had a lot of activity. Uh, And by activity, I mean paranormal activity, like things being thrown off the counters, things being slammed, things being shut, things being broken, things being misplaced, all the things that like the trickster energies and the lower entities and some ghosts like to do. So I'm at my house the other night and my friend has come over to stay the night for my birthday and it's about 11 o'clock and we're really tired and she's like, okay, well, I'm going to go to sleep now so that I can be refreshed and ready in the morning for your birthday. And we're like, cool. Okay. So my son is asleep in his sister's room. Our friend is asleep in his room. 
me and my fiance are still awake and there's no one else in the house. My son does not have an alarm on his phone or his iPad or anything, especially on a Saturday night. My birthday was on a Sunday this year. So at about 1130, I hear like an alarm going off. And it's not just any alarm. It's like the Kill Bill whistle. So, you know, it's like, you know, the whistle. So I hear that and I'm like, oh, that sounds weird. Like that sounds like it's my alarm, but my hand, my phone was in my hands and I do have (laughs) that Kill Bill whistle as one of my alarms. So I thought that was really strange, but I immediately like legitimized it because I was like, oh, that's probably Alex's, that's probably Alex's um, ringtone or something or or something, you know, or maybe that's just uh, my son's iPad going off. Maybe someone's calling him from Discord or whatever. I don't know. I legitimized it immediately because why wouldn't I? There's no reason to not think that, oh, that's just somebody's alarm. So I go to sleep. I wake up the next day. I'm standing in the kitchen and my friend Alex looks at me, my fiance, and she goes, did you guys start watching Kill Bill last night after I went to bed? And we looked at each other and we were like, no, we started watching The Curse, <laughs> the, the new the new Emma Stone and Nathan Fielder show. We we were watching The Curse. And it definitely doesn't have any Kill Bill music in it. And she was like, oh, that's weird. Because like after I went to bed last night, I heard this Kill Bill theme. And I was like, yeah, I heard that too. But it sounded like it was almost like a house remix. Like there was like a beat behind it. And she was like, yeah, that's what I heard too. And we just like, we're like, okay, well, if it wasn't you, then it must have been my son. It had to be him. And he hadn't woke up yet. So we waited a little while. And then he gets up and I go in his room and I'm like, hey, do you have an alarm set for like 1130 at night for some reason? Like, maybe a timer or something and he was like no it would wake no I I don't I don't have any alarms or any timers set and he shows me his alarms and he shows me his timers and then I'm like okay that's really weird and I waited the next night to see if it happened again and it didn't so I don't know I don't know this was right after my fiance gave me a present That is titled The Encyclopedia of the Paranormal, an exploration of the unexplained forces that affect our Earth. And that, that, that occurrence, this book and the subsequent weird, weird song that just played. And like, I don't live in a neighborhood where people are walking around at 1130 at night. We live in between two major streets and you have to come in this neighborhood. If you know this neighborhood, you come in here or you're just cutting through. There is never anyone just walking around at night playing music. That's just completely strange. It was so strange and it sounded like it was coming from inside the house. So 
Don't know if there's any correlation there, but email me at metaphysicalaf at gmail if you've had some weird experiences too where music displays music displays in your house or some other kind of paranormal experience. Um, very open to hearing it and listening to your stories because I think that is so interesting. But all of that to say... I have to read you something from this paranormal book now because I feel like <laughs> I feel like this had to have something to do with it. It also may have had something to do with the fact that Alex gave me Ouija planchettes <laughs> as birthday gifts. You'll also see those. Um, I'll post photos of those too with the cards so that you can see that because that was the first gift was a Ouija planchette that's a bottle opener and then a Ouija planchette that is just like a little thing to sit things on. And I'm all about sitting things on things. I love that. So, so that happened. But because of this great book, it makes me want to just tell you guys about something really cool from this book. So we've talked about haunted places. We've talked about different, you know, ghostly experiences or curses on this podcast before. But one thing we haven't talked about is something called a time slip. Now, this is really interesting and really cool because this is something that is in this paranormal book that probably a lot of people don't really know about. And maybe you do, maybe you don't. But let me just tell you real quickly about this paranormal experience and what a time slip is. Now, if you're like me, you grew up with a sci-fi parent who watched all sorts of movies. And I'm pretty sure I was like 10 years old when I saw the old time machine. And oh God, so just classic, classic. But this book is written by Karen Farrington. And the time slip page and chapter says, for the moment, time machines that transport people to the future and past at the flick of a switch are strictly the stuff of science fiction. Yet, there have been instances where people appear to stumble into a different era, and their memorable anecdotes offer serious food for thought. So, in fact, time travel is not impossible. According to some of the greatest brains of our age, Albert Einstein left a window for it in his famous theory of relativity. However, although the theory is sound, we common people do not know how to make time travel work. What we do have are stories related to people who believe they have inadvertently seen a glimpse of another time. They can offer no explanation of how they got into the different dimension, nor how they returned. The most compelling stories of time travel are those backed up by a number of witnesses. Now, let's talk about 1979, Lynn and Cynthia Gisby. Their neighbors, Jeff and Pauline Simpson from North Lancashire, were driving through France on their way to Spain for a holiday. They decided to break their journey and stop for the night in the Rhone Valley near Mont Lemar. But the first hotel they tried was completely full. They were given directions to a second hotel that lay off the main road, but down a bumpy track. Although the man at reception struggled to comprehend them, they finally secured two rooms for the night. They noticed the building was gaslit. This is 1979. 
while the rooms had bedsteads with wooden bolsters and blankets rather than duvets. The windows had no glass in them, and in the bathroom, the soap was speared onto the wall by a metal spike. Dinner was also a curious affair with steak and beer. At breakfast, they watched as gendarmes wearing cloaks and pillar box hats arrived to speak with a woman in a long dress with button shoes. It seems as if they had happened upon a theme hotel that paid particular attention to detail. And when it came to paying the bill, they discovered it was a tiny sum. Each of them had only been charged a few pence for the hospitality. Charmed by the rustic nature of the place, the four decided to pay a return visit on their way home. However, when they returned, the hotel seemed to have completely disappeared. Stranger still, all the photos they had taken of it came out blank. What? How cool is that? What an interesting story. So needless to say, as soon as I got this book, I was deep diving into all of these stories and then the music happened. Hmm. Hmm. This is under the ghostly experiences uh, chapter, but this is a great book. I absolutely love it. I had a fantastic birthday and it inspired this entire episode. So thank you for being here and thank you for listening. If this is the first time you've listened to the Metaphysical AF podcast, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It is extremely helpful. And please feel free to click on the link in the description down below if you're most of you listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts. So please click the link below and check out my bio. There is so much for you to see there. Lots of free resources, lots of ways to get things from me that you might need. It's a fantastic way to stay connected and also the only way you can get a one-on-one reading with me. That's right. I am ceasing the one-on-one readings at the end of this year. If you are looking for an oracle reading or an astrocartography reading, you have to book it now because the equal energy exchange is not giving. So what we're going to do is we're going to pull back and we're just going to get clear on some things. So if you'd like to go to the link in my bio, please tap the description below in the show notes. I have lots of opportunities there for you. I have a 30-day morning meditation that is free and it is how I got It's really how I established this really great confidence in myself to be able to pitch myself to publishers. And I swear, if I wouldn't have had those 30 days of meditation that I just kept doing over and over and over again, I wouldn't be where I am today. So I highly recommend jumping into my bio and grabbing that free meditation guide because one, it's free. (laughs) And two, you won't regret it. No one ever got up from a meditation and was like, oh man, I really wish I didn't meditate right now. 
You can also grab my tarot deck as a fantastic gift for anyone this holiday season who loves art or is looking for something that is making them a little more kind of curious. The deck has over 820 five-star reviews and has sold over $300,000 of copies. So please, please continue to support the deck. I appreciate you all so much. And because of you all, that is why we're coming out with the other book that is coming out in May of 2024. And it is called, just like this podcast, Metaphysical AF. If you're following on social media, you're getting little clips of some of the things that you will find in the book. And if you're lucky, you can be one of the first 30 people to get a signed copy of my book. But you have to do that through the special link in my bio, and it's not available any other way. And now, If you were on the email list this morning, you got the first exclusive look at the limited edition metaphysical shop that just opened. Now, the metaphysical AF shop has wrapping paper, collective Orisha stickers, collective mandala stickers from the Cannabis Oracle deck, metaphysical Oracle deck wrapping paper. And the fan favorite, what is metaphysics? This is now a t-shirt and a bag and a sweatshirt. Yes, you heard that right. You can get a metaphysical AF weekender bag and you can also get a metaphysical AF scented candle. They come in multiple different flavors. So take a look, grab a gift for yourself or your friend And if you want something custom made, send me an email at metaphysicalaf at gmail.com and I will make you something custom for your holiday gift this year. And last but not least, of course, be sure to check out the affiliate links I have in my bio for Intelligent Change and Typology, Student Glass, and Packs. There are so many discounts that you can get if you just pay attention to what's going on around you. Use code MAGGIE10 at Intelligent Change and use just the links inside my bio to buy the other things if you'd like to have a built-in discount. And I say last but not least, but actually last and definitely not least, if you're listening to the podcast, you heard the last episode where I gave you the free workbook on how to select your online resource digital topic. Everyone has something that they can teach. Every single one of you has something that people continually ask you for. So ask yourself these questions to find out what you can teach passively. That's in the last episode. And if you're listening to this episode and you got this far and you didn't just skip to the end, there's a $150 discount still on that episode if you click on the link in the show description. That link is not available anywhere else and it will be going out in 72 hours. So if you are looking to stop trading time for money and you need a step-by-step guide to creating and launching and selling your expertise as an ebook, an online course, or pitching it to a publisher, the Course Mastery Institute is what you need. So no matter your age or your capabilities or even your field, you can turn your knowledge into a tangible product or digital asset that provides value and gives back people what they want the most, time. 
And that's what the entire message today was about, was about doing what you are supposed to do, following your inner compass, and stop trying to fit into this mold that everybody else wants you to fit into. You're not going to fit into that mold and you're just going to keep feeling like you don't fit in until you start listening to yourself. And with that, I'm going to leave you with this wonderful message from an excerpt from my new book, Metaphysical AF. What is a metaphysical mindset? Part one. A habit is a redundant set of automatic, unconscious thoughts, behaviors, and emotions that you gain through frequent repetition. This is from T.T. Davis at the Berkeley Wellbeing Institute. Welcome to Metaphysical AF, a transformative exploration into the depths of metaphysical thought and spiritual awakening. In this captivating journey, we will dive into the realms of consciousness, energy, and interconnectedness. Part one lays the foundation for your voyage, equipping you with the tools to embrace a metaphysical mindset and delve into the wonders that lie beyond the veil of perception. In this section, we embark on all the historical expeditions, tracking down the origins of metaphysics through the ages as we embark on this journey of metaphysical awakening. Prepare to challenge your perceptions, expand your consciousness, and connect with the profound wisdom that has been that has guided seekers throughout the ages. So buckle up and get ready to embark on this enlightening adventure, the beginning of your journey toward becoming metaphysical AF. In the next chapter, I go over the laws of the universe. And for you all, I'm going to give you one special thing right now. If you're still listening, you are the first people who are going to get this journal prompt, and I'm excited to see what happens for you. So if you know what the law of perpetual energy in motion is, this journal prompt and daily gratitude and daily reflection are for you. Journal prompt. Transmute a traumatic experience into something that is fueled by your creative pursuits. What does that look like for you? Is it a painting? A 10-minute ballad? A movie? A podcast? Use the space in your journal to transmute negative energy with your hands. Daily gratitude. Find gratitude in lessons from people who betrayed you in the past. Do I see my lessons as blessings now that I have transmuted through them? And the daily reflection. You can always go back to a time that was difficult and be the person you needed in that moment. I hope you enjoyed this enthralling episode of Metaphysical AF, and I can't wait to see you in the new year. Happy Hanukkah, happy holidays, happy Kwanzaa, however you celebrate. Spend time with your family and be here now. That's all for the 2023 wrap-up of Metaphysical AF, and we will see you in 2024. Bye!